There's a preacher, there's a preacher that, uh, that would, um, uh, he'd, he'd preach through the Bible throughout the whole year. So in January, he'd be in Genesis, and towards de- December, uh, he'd be in Revelations. And so he'd just preach throughout the whole Bible. And the, so wherever, wherever throughout the year, uh, let's say in the middle of the year, he'd be probably around, you know, uh, Malachi or one of those uh, pro- uh, prophet books, uh, prophetical books. And so he'd be around there, and then he'd continue on. And so tonight, we're going to look at Genesis, all right, Genesis and so, because that's where my Bible reading's at, all right? So, <laughs> Genesis chapter 37, Genesis chapter 37. We all know the story of Joseph. And tonight, I want to preach a message entitled this, How to Get Even, How to Get Even, all right? This will be, this will be real good, all right? And so, if you... If you have, we all have enemies, right? And so, and so tonight, uh, that's, what, that's what I entitled my message, how, how to get even. And so we all have enemies, right? Lift up your hands and say, I have an enemy. You know, we all have an enemy. Every single one of us in here should have an enemy. And so I want to teach us, teach us tonight how, to, how we can get even with our enemies. All right, jo- Joseph, we all know this, the account of Joseph in Genesis 37. The Bible tells us in verse number 1, and Jacob dwelt in a land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. There are, there are the generations of Jacob, Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and, his, and the lad was with, with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah and his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. And Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of, the old, of his old age. And he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their fathers loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak uh, peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream and told it his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed, for behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood around about and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said unto him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, and, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more and, and behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And, they, and he told it to, uh, to his father and to his brethren and his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down your ourselves to thee to the to the earth and his brethren envied him but his father observed the saying and his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem and Israel said unto Joseph do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem come and I will send thee unto them and he said said to him here am I and he said unto said to him go I pray thee see whether it be well with thy brethren and well with the flocks and bring the word, bring me word again and he sent him him out of the vale of Hebron and he came to Shechem and the 
certain man found him, and behold, he was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, saying, What seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where, thee, where, where they feed their flocks. And the man said, They are departed hence, for I heard them say, Let us go do, do, uh, do them. Let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And so let's pray. We'll get into this. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much that I get to preach the opportunity to preach tonight. I ask, dear God, that you just help me. And I pray you give me power. Um, it's only through you that... Uh, this can, be, this can be accomplished, I pray. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So we know, like I said earlier, we know the story of Joseph. Joseph in the Bible was betrayed by his brothers. His brothers, if you read further in the chapters, uh, his brothers be, uh, uh, put him in a, in a, in a pit and stripped him of his coat that his father had given him and, and sold him into slavery. And, then he, and when he went into slavery, he was then accused of, of, uh, of sleeping with his, with, his, uh, with his master's wife. And so, uh, and, and so then he was put into prison and then from prison came out um, and, and Pharaoh brought him and uh, brought him in, had a dream and couldn't interpret it. Joseph came and interpreted it for him and told him exactly what was gonna going to happen. And he says, Joseph, I want you to take charge of this whole famine that's going to take place. And so, uh, and, and so Joseph, uh, uh, Joseph um, just long story short, uh, you know, uh, prepared for this famine that took place and ended up, you know, ended up, uh, ended up, you know, um, uh, 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 harvesting a lot of, a uh, lot of corn, a lot of harvest. And so bringing it and saving it for when, when famine, famine hit, they had, they had some that they can, they had some food that they can turn to and eat. And so then, uh, and so we, but, uh, but then he was betrayed, though, by his brothers. And so my, my question to you here is this. So have you ever had someone, have you ever had someone, speaking, speaking about enemies, have you ever had someone talk wrongly about you, whether to your face or behind you, uh, behind your back? You know, uh, a lot of us, I'm sure, had somebody talk about, uh, wrongly about us, whether it was to our face or behind our back. To someone else, to a coworker, it could be a coworker, it could be a family member, it could be a friend uh, that you thought was a close friend. It could be, it could be, it could be anybody. And so, you know, have you ever had that? It, it, it hurts when somebody, you know, when they when they talk wrongly about you, doesn't it? And so, it, it it really gets to you. You lose sleep over this. And so, the Bible, or you've heard the term, you've heard the term, sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me. But the truth of the matter is, words do hurt. You know, Bible tells us in, in Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. 
Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So our tongue can really hurt somebody. Our words can hurt somebody. You know, and so and James talks about the tongue. He talks about the horse and putting bits in the, in the, in the horse's mouth so you can control the, what the, where they go. If, the, if, if you're riding a horse without a bit in its mouth, the, that horse is just headed towards destruction, and there's no, 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 no steering it. There's no guiding it. There's no controlling it. And so if we can't control our mouths, what could happen is it, could be, it, it can lead into a path of destruction. So how many, but, so, uh, so we've, we've had people talk uh, wrongly about us. How many have ever here have ever been afflicted by someone it could be a close. It could be a close, you know, family member. It could be, you know, we've been really afflicted, whether whether you know emotionally or physically, we've been afflicted. Um, uh, and, and I'm sure we can go throughout the whole church. And, and, and I'm seeing a lot of heads nod. We've, we can go throughout the whole church. People have been afflicted. You know, I know I, in my life I've been afflicted, and the, you know, and it's not fun when somebody uh, cause affliction to uh, towards you. It's not. It's hurtful. It it, it really it, it really hurts. And so, um, so uh, like I uh, like I said earlier about you know, our, those words can keep you up. These afflictions can keep you up at night. You know, thinking, man, I'm just you know just so hurt. I can't go to sleep, and I'm you know getting more gray hairs. You know, and so but uh, and we've been we've all have we have we've all been afflicted. And we have an enemy that afflicts us. We have an enemy that talks wrong, wrongly about us. So who are these enemies? What, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, these enemies can be, it can be a close friend that you thought was really close. It could be a coworker. You know, in, in my case, I have, uh, I, do, I, do, I do a lot of plumbing uh, work, and so I do a lot of new construction plumbing work. And there's certain areas, there's certain, uh, you know, uh, um, counties and cities where you have different inspectors and so and with the with the different inspectors they just they just tag you for no, for no reason just and make up and make up a code you know and so and, and 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 so I have that issue a lot you know and so I have a common en- enemy and those and these are these are these are the inspectors you know and so anyway those, if you're an inspector here I'm sorry but <laughs> and so but we all have a we all we all have a have an enemy me. I like to joke around, and I'll ask the teens, you know, uh, you know, how many, how many of you tonight, you know, uh, like in, if it, in the teen setting and everything, uh, I'll say, how many of you tonight have, you know, it, it, say that you have your siblings as your enemy, and almost every single one of them raise their hand. And I'll ask this, I'll follow up with this question: How many say that your en- that enemy is here today in church, and they all raise their hand? And so, um, and so tonight. If you, uh, you know, some of you might probably say my, my wife is the enemy or my, no, it's just, so, it's, uh, but, so it, it may be funny and all, it may be funny and all, but, you know, uh, Ananias and Sapphira, you know, uh, they, they, they sinned and they, they lied to the Holy Ghost. You know, they, 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 there's, a, there's an enemy there. They, they, and so, and what about, uh, we, we could look at um, Samson 
in the Bible. You know, Samson, his, he married Delilah, and Delilah sought nothing, everything to destroy him, destroy the Israelites, um, and bring him down. And so, and so I know I'm joking around on everything, but that's, it's common. You know, uh, uh, your spouse can be the enemy. And so we have different enemies. So how many, um, uh, so let's, let's look at some of the enemies in the Bible. Joseph, we know that Joseph, his enemies was his brother. His brothers, the, like the Bible tells us right there, conspired to kill him and, and, or uh, to, uh, to, to hurt him and kill him. And so, and, and they sold him into uh, slavery. And so they, they, did, they, they afflicted him. They, they caused pain to him. They probably even talked behind his back. And so, uh, you know, while they're out working and Joseph's with his dad and he comes over to see the, his brothers and see, see how they're doing, they're probably were already talking about them all, that Joseph, you know, who, who does he think he is? He's going to be, he's going to, he's going to be in charge of all of us, you know, and so, uh, and, and so they probably talked behind his back. And so I'm sure that was, uh, that, that was hurtful. Uh, how about, like I mentioned earlier, Samson, Samson, his enemy was Delilah and the Philistines too. And, uh, and so they sought to take the Samson down. And you know, it's amazing how, uh, the, if you read about Samson, the Bible tells us that Samson on his way to his, uh, on his way to uh, getting married, that he, encountered a lion and ripped it in half <laughs> and so who does that you know and so this <laughs> is like oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rip this uh, this lion in half I, it may it may have been sneaking up on him and then caught him by a surprise and he just grabs it by a headlock and then causes it to go to sleep or something I don't know and then rips it out and so um but Samson uh, Samson uh, the Bible tells us that he he, he slew a thousand a, a thousand uh, Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey, and so that's a lot. Of, you know, a thousand people attacking you all at once. He, uh, the Bible tells us that he 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 slew all one thousand of them all by himself. You know, Samson is is represents the power of God. God just you know, and so. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll move on. Nehemiah had some uh, uh, while building the walls. You know how we, uh, we know that Nehemiah built the walls in 52, 52 days, right? Uh, consecutive days. They put their minds to work and they got the job done. But during that, during, during that process, he had enemies that was hindering him from, get, from continuing the work. And those two men were Samballot and Tobiah. These two men uh, uh, tried to hinder the work of God. And, uh, and any time in ministry or in life, God, uh, there's always going to be somebody that's going to want to hinder the work of God. And so... David, uh, David had several enemies, by the way, um, and, and that's what, you know, sometimes in life we face that. We, say, we don't just face just one enemy. There's always going to be several, several enemies in our life. So David faced, uh, uh, you know, was running away from Saul who sought to kill David. And so, and then not only, not only that, Goliath was another, was another enemy. And you know the, the story of David and Goliath, how he, he used three smooth or five smooth stones, and then he, uh, and he used a sling and ended up uh, um, uh, killing Goliath. And so, um, and so, his, uh, so his enemy was Goliath and Saul. And so uh, how about Haman and Mordecai? 
uh, Mordecai, Haman was Mordecai's enemy. We read, we, a pastor went through the book of Esther just recently, and, and, and Haman wanted to hang Mordecai. And, so, and so, we, so Mordecai has an enemy there. So throughout the Bible, you see just, just, uh, just enemies all throughout the Bible. Moses, Moses, his enemy was Pharaoh. Pharaoh didn't want to, to release the children of Israel unto him and let him, go free, let him go and serve God freely. And so, but Pharaoh wanted to keep them in bondage and enslaved and continuing the, uh, his work there. And so, how about, uh, how about um, Stephen? Stephen had an enemy. Stephen in the New Testament, um, the, the Apostle Paul, the Bible tells us that the Apostle Paul consented to his death. And they stoned, and, and, and when, they, when he consented to his death, they stoned him. And, and, uh, and, and, and so, so uh, Stephen had, a, uh, had an enemy. There's enemies, there's individual enemies, there's group enemies. So we know, that, uh, such as the Philistines, the Moabites, all these, all these, uh, these uh, groups that hated God and just want, you know, wanted to destroy all of God's people. And so you have the Moabites. You have the Babylonians, you have the Canaanites, the Jebusites, the Pharisees in the New Testament. You have the Amalekites. And so you have all these groups. You have the individual uh, enemies. You have these group in, uh, enemies. And so, and, and so, um, so then, all right, now, now we establish that we all have an enemy. And so what do we do now? So the moment we've been waiting for here, you know, how to get even here. And so the Bible tells us, turn with me to the book of Proverbs here. The moment we've been waiting for and how to get even, all right? So I'm going to show you guys how we can get even with our enemies, all right? Proverbs chapter 25. I'm sorry, the men are going to show up a video or a couple of pictures in a little bit. Um, and I let them prepare to do that, and I forgot to mention that earlier. And so, um, so anyway, I I, ha I have an enemy, and this took place at my house uh, at a certain day. And so I, I came home from a call. I'm just super tired, and I'm and so uh, and and so at at about uh, eleven, I get home about ten thirty, close to eleven, and I just went straight to sleep. Straight to sleep, and so I'm still trying to figure out who did this. And so, anyway, um, and I went to straight to sleep. My wife, I remember her looking out the front door and seeing nothing. In or well, she's just looking out. I don't know what she was looking at. Probably cats or something. I don't know. And so, anyway, um, and so later on that morning, I open. Uh, you know, I get up and I'm you know in my in my study room and I'm and so and I open up the blinds to get more light and I see this right here, and so. <laughs> My truck is all wrapped up in, in toilet paper, and they came and TP'd my whole house, and so mainly my truck. And so I was like, "Why? Why you can do my house, but not the truck?" And so <laughs> it's a Dodge for crying out loud, you know. And so anyway, I can understand a Ford, but you know. Um, and so sorry if you're Ford lovers, but um, anyway. Uh, so so in the morning, I see that, and I tell my wife, I'm like. Did you see this when you opened up the door and you're looking out? She goes, "No, I didn't." And, and so, and, and so, those perpetrators are still out there, and I'm waiting for them to come and confess to me, and say that they're sorry, that they're gonna, and they'll make it right, and so they'll work ten years for me or something, you know, some. Um, so anyway, 
So we have a common enemy. So how do we get even with them? How do, how do we get even with them? The Bible tells us in Proverbs 25. Oh, go to the next page. Okay, so we, uh, uh, there's a heart there. Um, sorry, go back. There's a heart. They put, in, they put in toilet paper a heart on my yard. I'm like, how dare they? And so, and, and then the next page, it's just, it just all over my, my rails there and in my garage door. And so, and so one day, you know, I'm going to catch them. And so I have cameras set up. And, and so if that ever happens again, I'll find them. And so anyway, um, so the Bible tells us in Proverbs 20, thank you, men. Uh, Proverbs 25, uh, verse number 21. Here it is. You guys ready? Verse number 21. If thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. What? <laughs> what? This is what we do to enemies? <laughs> no, uh, and, uh, I don't know about you. That, that's a little peculiar there. But um, and, and so uh, the Bible tells us that if, they, if our enemies thirst, give them drink. If they hunger, give them food to eat. And so, and so um, you know, I, I know you guys are excited. And I, I, I think... You know, I think Brother Pablo was upset a little bit that we don't, you know, he was expecting a different answer, I'm sure. And so, <laughs> and so he's like, man, I, I thought we were going to, you know, we're going to get a, a gun or something, you know, and go, go after these perpetrators, you know. And so, no, no, uh, Bible tells us right there, give them drink when they thirst, give them food when they hunger. Uh, um, and so, it, uh, but it doesn't finish there, though. Take your Bibles and turn with me to the, uh, actually it's just in the chapter before there. Um, Proverbs 24 there. Verse number, verse number. So, so you're saying, okay, you know, we got that part established. Give them drink if they thirst. Give them food if they hunger. Now we get to go, go on to the good stuff. You know, how do, we get, how do we get even with them? How do we get back at them? You know, and so Bible tells us in 24, verse number 17, it says, Rejoice not when thine enemy falleth, and let not thine heart be glad when he stumbleth. Now that is hard. Now we got coworkers that would talk about us or, you know, uh, behind our backs. Um, we got people, friends that would talk about us behind our backs. We got family that would talk about us behind our back. And, and when, when you, the, the natural instinct or the response when somebody talks about us or and if something happens in their life, let's say they get fired or something happens, you know, at, at their job, the natural response is yes. You know, they're, they're gone, no more, you know. No, the Bible tells us right there in verse, 20, uh, verse 17, it says, Rejoice not when thine enemies falleth, and let not thine heart be glad when he stumbleth. So rejoice, don't, uh, don't rejoice when they fall, and, uh, and don't be glad when they stumble. But wait, it doesn't finish there. There's some more here. So now we get to get, go on with the good stuff, all right? So we get, to, we get to figure out how we can get even on them. So it's not finished yet. So don't lose hope, all right? And so um, Matthew chapter number five, Matthew chapter number five. We still have hope to get back at them. Matthew chapter number five. Sorry, I was in Mark. Um, verse number 44. Jesus is speaking now, and he says these words. But I say unto you, 
Love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and, prose- uh, and, and, per- and persecute you. So Jesus gives even more uh, uh, instruction here. And so we see, we see, okay, give them drink if they thirst. Give them food if they hunger. Give, uh, and if they fall, don't rejoice. If they, if they stumble, don't be glad. But Jesus takes it even further, and he says this, that he says to love them, he says to bless them, he says to do good to them, he says to pray for, the, pray for your enemies. And so, but how, much, how, many, how often do we do that? And so, you know, and, and, and it, uh, it's, it's, so, it's so easy to hate on your enemies, uh, and we all have enemies. We, it's so easy to hate on them. It's so easy to be bitter at them. It's so easy to, uh, you know, uh, laugh when they fall or be glad when they, re- when, uh, when they stumble. But the but, uh, but Bible tells us that we, the, to, Jesus teaches us this Christ-like spirit that we need to follow. And so when we have enemies, we, we're, we're to love them, we're to bless them, we're to do good to them, we're to pray for them. And so, and then lastly... We have one last thing here. All right, take your Bibles, Matthew chapter number 18. Matthew chapter number 18. So surely there's got to be something good here. It's already been good, but there's got to be something here that we can get even on to our enemies. Matthew chapter number 18. Peter's talking here, and he says, Then came Peter, in verse 21, Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him, and it says till seven times seven, till seven times. Uh, Jesus saith unto him, I say unto, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until seventy times seven. And so we heard a message just preached on these a series that was preached on is the forty four eighty three. Um, so if you take 70 times 7, that's 490. G, uh, Peter says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forgive them seven times, you know, and that's what, that's what my standard is. But Jesus' standard was, it was 483 more times. And so that's just a life of saying, I forgive you, I forgive you. So, our, so when our enemies do, do wrong to us, they talk about us in a bad way. They, 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 uh, they conspire to, uh, to, uh, to hurt us and afflict us in any in, in, in any way, the Bible tells us that we are to we are to forgive them. You know, forgiving is a hard thing. You know, um, and so when when I I grew up without a father in the home, and I got to meet him at 23 years old. But um, growing up, I was very bitter and very angry, and I you know I you know I play football and I and, and while playing football I just take all of my anger out on the field and everything. There, there was a couple times where my coach is like, "What's wrong with you?" and I wouldn't say anything. So, uh, but I was so bitter at my at my you know at my father for for just for not being there. And so it's like you think as a child that's you know you think as a child. Am I good enough? Am I, you know, you know what happened? What did I do? You know, and so you start thinking. And, and there's lots of nights where I would cry myself to sleep. And so as a teenager, just understanding the love of God, understanding God's uh, you know grace in my life, and I, I understood what it meant to forgive. And so, and they had preached on it. And I, I remember just just forgiving my dad 
for, and, and, and just that burden was lifted. And it was just amazing just how God continued to use me. And then at 23 years old, like I said, I got to meet him or talk with him over the phone. My brother, my oldest brother, had given me his phone number and said, hey, this is my dad. Uh, this is our dad. And so I thought maybe you would, you know, if you want to contact him and, and, you know, and, and say hi to him, whatever, you know. And so that's up to you. I'm going to leave that up to you. And so anyway, I decided I'm going to call him. And so we got to talking over the phone and everything. And he had mentioned, you know, uh, that he was uh, at, towards the end of the conversation. He's like, "Man, I am so sorry that I had left you there with your mother, all six boys, you know, and so left you there by uh, by you guys yourself, and your mother had to take care of them." And I had told my dad at that point, I was like, "I had forgiven you as a, you know a, a year ago, or I forget. Wait, knows." I, I, I forgave him at the age of 17, and so I was like, I forgave you, you know, a couple of years ago, and you know, at this, you know, it's, it, God's been God's been good to me, and I look I look to God as my spiritual father, and he's he's been my father, and so he's a father to the fatherless, the Bible tells us, and so anyway, um, so forgiveness is hard, you know, and so and I know what what it's like to uh, you know to to uh, forgive you know an, a, an enemy that has afflicted you it's it, it can be hard you know that and so and and so but if we if we keep that that the bible tells us that bitterness destroys its own container and so and so we have to learn to forgive and jesus com- commands us that we should forgive uh, forgive those 70 times 7 that's just a life of con- consistency in, in forgiving them who, who now who do you ha- who in your life do you have to forgive is it a coworker is it a family member is it a you know who, who is it in your life that you you need to forgive so we all have a common en- enemy so what are you what have you done regarding your enemies in your life have you showed hate towards them are you bitter at them? It says, uh, um, and so the Bible tells us in Romans 12, take, with, take your Bibles, turn with me to Romans 12. Verse number 19. It says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. You're supposed to give yourself towards wrath for it is written vengeance is mine i will repay saith the lord god god's got it all under control you know if we have enemies in our life and we're finding it hard to forgive them we're finding it hard to love on them we're finding it hard to bless them to uh, to show grace unto them whether it be giving them water to drink or food to eat we find it hard in our life to do those things but God says that, and so, and so we want to get back at them. We want to, we don't want to hurt them. We want to punish them. We want to do something. We want to show some type of uh, justice. But God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And so, and so we have enemies. So, so are you bitter today? It says, let, so let God handle the situation and continue to show, uh, show uh, and, and continue in your life to show a Christ-like spirit. Back in, uh, um, um, Take your Bibles back in Genesis and verse chapter number 45. So Joseph was afflicted. He, was, he had enemies, and that was his brothers. 
and then and then uh, and then of course Potiphar's wife, and then so and then and then the two men that were in jail with him, I consider them enemies because they didn't they didn't they didn't remember him, and so uh, and to, uh, and tell Pharaoh, and so um, so in, in chapter forty five, Joseph comes to the point in his life where he's making himself known to his brothers. In verse, in verse number one, And Joseph could not refrain himself before all of them that stood by him. And he cried, Cause every man to go, cause every man to go out from, from me. And there stood no man with him, while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud. And the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph, doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. Now therefore be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither, for God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in the which there shall neither be earning nor harvest, earing or harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and to save your lives by the by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God, and he hath made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord, and Lord of, all, of, of all his house and the ruler throughout all the, the land of Egypt. Has, haste ye and go up to my father and say unto him, Thus saith the son, thy son Joseph, God hath made me Lord of, of all Egypt, Come down unto me, tarry not, and thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen, and thou shalt be near unto me, thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and thy flock, and thy, and thy herds, and all that thou hast. And there will I nourish thee, for yet there are five years of famine, lest thou and thy household and all that thou hast come to poverty. And behold, your eyes see, and the eyes of my brother Benjamin that it is my mouth, my mouth that speaketh unto you, and ye, ye shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt, and all the and of all the that that ye have seen. And ye shall haste and bring down my father hither. And he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck and wept. And Benjamin wept upon the uh, upon his neck. Moreover, he kissed all his brethren and wept upon them. And after that, his brethren talked with him. And so we find here that there's there is forgiveness there. There was there's there's uh, just a, a union a reunion there with his family. And he the Bible tells us that he kissed every single one of them and that love that he had for them. And he says that he says, "Come, I will I will nourish you. I will you know I will, I will take." care of you come to Goshen see and we all have enemies so but but what do we do with our enemies here Joseph and it's amazing because Joseph didn't have the New Testament he didn't have the whole canon of scriptures uh, yet he understood what the, a Christ-like spirit 
you know. And so it's just an amazing thing there. And so, but God wants us to have that Christ-like spirit. And that's to love our enemies, forgive them, do good to them, pray for them, give them water. If they thirst, give them food if they hunger. Don't rejoice when they fall. Don't be glad when they stumble. And so let us, you know, so, so if we want to get even with our enemies, Let's, let's follow these, these steps right here that God has given us through his word on how to get even with our enemies. And so let's pray. We can be dismissed. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to preach once again. I'm thankful that, uh, that you don't take away our enemies, that you put them in place for a reason, that we can learn to love and forgive them and just do all these things, I pray. I ask, dear God, that you'd, you, you continue to... To, to help us in this area. If, if there's somebody here today that's just struggling with an enemy, a common enemy, I uh, just ask, dear God, that you'd help them to, uh, to, uh, 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 just to love them and just to show a Christ-like spirit towards them. We ask these things. I pray as the piano begins to play, play there's a, a, time, a moment of invitation. God's people say, amen. All right. So um, just by the way, that picture that I showed you guys, I'm still praying for them. And so um, and I, hope, I hope that one day they'll come to a recognition that, you know, they don't mess with me. All right. <laughs> so anyway, all right, you guys are dismissed. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs>